Welcome to the Confidence Lounge podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. Are you ready to do some productivity boosting? All right, I'm coming in hot with my top productivity hacks. And this actually was inspired by a session that I had with one of my clients because she was like, Elise, you literally do a million things. I don't understand how you're getting it all done. How are you so productive? You have limited time. You just had a baby, all the things. And here's the reality of it. I get a lot of shit done. I'm a major, major action taker. There is so much that I'm able to do And I want to tell you why, right? Because it's not a coincidence that I'm able to do so much. This is all intentional. I've been very strategic about building my business upon the foundation of focused productivity. So what I want to do today is share with you how I'm able to do so much and these productivity hacks that set me up for success and keep me on track and help me stay out of the wheel of distractions or overthinking or indulging in confusion or overperfecting because I've noticed for a lot of us and And this comes from 15 years of managing teams, also now from four years of having my business and working one-on-one with women, I have some specific things that I notice takes us out of action. And typically it's distracting ourselves, right? It's thinking we need to be perfect. It's people-pleasing and taking on too much. It's overworking, right? So I want to talk to you about the things that I do to protect myself. So that way I'm not in that pattern. I'm not in that mode of operating, costing myself time, spinning out, losing, you know, all this motivation and momentum because I'm doing things that aren't actually moving the needle in my life and business. So let's talk about these specific things. The first one, I actually tell people this and I don't know why this like blows their mind, (laughs) but to me it's like common sense, right? So I have two phones. So I have a business phone and I have a personal phone. And the reason why I have two phones is because I do not want to mix business and personal. I find that having two phones, it allows me to put my office or put my phone in my office at the end of the night. And then I I basically close the door on my office and I'm now 100% just present in my personal life, right? There is no intermixing of business and having an online business that I basically run from my phone, if I had... let's say my Instagram or my email on my personal phone, I would never turn off. And I found working in corporate, because I always had my work phone or my work email on my phone, there were times I would wake up at midnight and I would start checking emails because doing product development, we were doing a lot of business with Asia. So their factories would open late in the middle of the night and I would be responding because they needed an answer or else I'd be holding up the you know production of one of my products. And that was very unhealthy because then I was never off. I was never just me. It was always work, 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 work. And then I was burning myself out and then I'd go to work exhausted. So I had to create a physical form of separation in between life and business, right? Because when I'm off at the end of the day, I want to be off. I want to be fully present with my husband and my baby. I want to, if I'm actually watching a TV show, like dedicate myself to watching the TV show, not like be checking work emails and like my social media DMs on the side. Like I wanted to actually be home and I wanted to be present. So when I'm done with work, 
I leave my phone on the charger, my work phone on the charger, right? I close the door and then I'm done, right? I'm done. I'm done with work for the night. I don't cross those two worlds because I needed physical separation because once again, I have had a long history of overworking. It's not healthy for me. I know this about myself. So I've got to understand and have awareness of, okay, this is a habit that I've empowered my whole life and take intentional steps to make sure that I do not continue to operate in that way, right? So I also do something that I find to be extremely valuable and my work phone is always on do not disturb. That way I'm not distracted by notifications. So for example, as I'm sitting here recording this podcast right now, if my phone was constantly going off and I'd be getting this Instagram message and this LinkedIn notification and this email notification, it would take me out of being 100% present of talking with you. And I don't want that, right? So I have very beautiful boundaries when it comes to how often I check my phone. I don't check my phone often throughout the day. I only have specific times that I'll go in and engage on social media with people because I need that time for myself. I need 100% focus. And if I have notifications going off every five seconds, I'm never going to get anything done because here's what notifications do for us. It's like a little dopamine hit. It's like, oh, somebody needs me. Oh, something's going on. Oh, I'm getting a like. That feels good. So our brain has gotten almost addicted to this pattern of, oh, I got to check the thing. I got to get that quick dopamine hit. Oh, somebody liked my post. What is that going to say? Right. So we get addicted to that notification. Somebody needs me. Got to look, got to look, got to feel good. Right. I don't empower that don't got any space for that. So a major source of productivity for me is having two phones. And it's a beautiful thing for me. I'm a business owner. It's a business expense. It's all a write-off. Woohoo. Okay, number two is I do not multitask. So I used to wear multitasking as a badge of honor. I used to really celebrate when I had 100 projects going on at once. I used to celebrate that I was able to be here and be there and be over here. Like that seemed like something that I was very proud of until I realized that I was actually really never getting things done in a way that felt easy, that felt like there was flow, that felt like there was uh, not chaos, right? (laughs) Like my whole working life was so chaotic and it was so stressful. And no wonder why I was having panic attacks all the time because my brain was in 5,000 different places. So I did a time study on myself. So I'm very big when it comes to budget and time. Those are two of my biggest things that I love to focus on. So I actually do a study for all of my CAN program clients where I audit your time. I see where every minute goes. I see how you need specific amount of times to do the things that you want to do. And we actually get strategic about creating that time for you. So I did that exercise on myself and I audited my time and I noticed a pattern to where anytime I was multitasking, it would take me 50% longer to do the task because I wasn't actually sitting down, committing, giving all of my focus, my full presence, my full commitment to the task. And I would like start something and then I would like check my phone and then I would go, you know, get a drink of water and then I would start working on something else. And I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to do that really quick. And then I would go back to the original task and I'd be like, oh wait, what was I even doing? Okay. And then it would take me a few minutes to get back into it. And then all of a sudden notification goes off on the phone again. See why I have it on do not disturb, right? (laughs) And then It takes me a couple minutes to get back into it. So what could have taken me maybe 10 minutes to do has now taken me a half an hour, 40 minutes, because I'm having to get back into it. I'm having to feed this distraction. I'm having to silence this notification, right? Like my brain was just all over the place. So it felt very stressful and chaotic as I was working because it kind of felt like I was a ping pong ball, just like bing, bing, bing over here. And I'm over here and I'm over here. Not a fun way to work. So when we sit down and we say, okay, 
here are the things that I'm going to do today. I will never give myself more than three things to do at a time. So I'll say, okay, here's the first thing. Here's the second thing. Here's the third thing. I'm going to give hundred percent focus to the first thing. And I'm not going to move on to number two until I'm done with number one. And then if I happen to get through all three things, cool, then I'll add more to the list. But when we give our brain too much to work on, when we create never ending to-do lists, we put ourselves into overwhelm and paralysis, right? So we actually end up being more ineffective and we're not doing things that move the needle because we're doing everything with divided focus. So when I was working and I had teams that I managed, I would actually have them if I was seeing that they weren't productive, right? They would be like, oh, I'm not actually getting through my work. I would have them do a time audit for themselves and see, okay, how much time are you spending doing this? How long did it take to answer this email? Blah, blah, blah. Because then we could see how to reprioritize. We could see, okay, maybe they needed support here. Okay, this needs to be delegated. Okay, this needs to be priority number one, two, and three, and don't focus on anything else until these things are done, right? So it increased their productivity exponentially once we were able to see what was inefficient. So another thing that I do, and this has been incredible as a business owner, is I do business reviews every single week. So I call these my business health days. And what I review are all the the things that are going incredible in my business, right? I celebrate all my wins. I have great visibility on where things are going, you know, impeccable. Then I look at what things maybe aren't going so well, right? Maybe I look at it as my opportunities of, okay, that, that didn't work. I tried that, not working. So... Uh, here's how I'm going to do this different, right? So that's what I look at. Number three is what I want to change about how things are going. So just looking at these three areas gives me my next step. It gives me my how. It gives me my my know-how to understand as a business owner, where do I need to put my attention? What steps do I need to take to create a specific result? This keeps me out of shiny object syndrome, right? It keeps me very intentional about the things that I do and it keeps me very disciplined and constrained and it helps keep me on track because I know everything that I need to do to feed my business. I know what's not working. I understand, okay, I tried this. Here's what I'm learning from it. I'm going to implement the learnings in this way, right? So it always keeps me in a place of moving forward versus getting stuck, versus getting stagnant, versus empowering confusion. So this is something that I've continued to do in my business because I used to do this with my teams when I was in corporate. I would always start the week off with a little strategy meeting where I would get all of my team members down. We would talk about our biggest focus points for the week. We would talk about a postmortem, which is essentially a review of what, what, what didn't work from the week before. And then we would talk about here's what we need to leverage to create results this week, right? So we always started the week in alignment. We always knew what we were accountable for. And this helped us all stay on track because we all were working towards a united goal. So that worked really well for me while I was working in my corporate business in my corporate life. So I wanted to bring that into my business because there was a point where in my corporate life, I was managing the development of over 1100 SKUs and had a team of 25. So you can imagine the level of communication I had to have to stay on track, to keep all the details in, in alignment, right? To keep people fully in the know of what needed to happen to ensure everything got done. So why wouldn't I do the same thing for myself? I'm having that same level of self-management that I did when I was working with teams and having that level of communication with myself and that level of clarity and visibility is why I've created so much success for myself so quickly after launching my business. 
Okay, the next thing I do is I block my time. So I have certain days that are dedicated to certain things. So for example, I only do my client sessions and my consultations Wednesday through Friday. Now, typically I don't have anything else going on on those days unless, you know, a curveball comes in. And then I dedicate my Tuesdays to my business health day. And that's the day where I do my business reviews, right? And I do coffee dates on that day because I love meeting and greeting new people. I just always love hearing about what people are doing. So I'll like schedule two or three coffee dates on Tuesdays. So I have dedicated focus, right? I know I'm not going to have a random client session on a Tuesday. There's never like a curveball that I can't plan for because I've got my time so blocked that I know exactly what I'm responsible for on each day. There's not a lot of surprises. Or if there is a surprise, I actually have the space to accommodate it because I've got such a tight handle on where my time is going. This also allows for higher output, right? Because I know exactly where my hours are going. And if I need to increase capacity, I have specific time blocks to do that. So let's say I need to create content. I want to write a podcast. I want to create Instagram graphics. I want to write posts. I know, okay, Tuesdays is my day, right? Like Tuesdays, I don't have any clients. Tuesdays, I don't do consultations. So I'm going to do my business health day and then I'm going to create content. So there's never an excuse of, oh, well, I didn't have the time because I blocked my time. I know exactly how much time I need to do the things that I wanna do and I have dedicated space to make sure it all gets done. Okay, next productivity hack is I don't overthink. Nope, don't got time for that. So I have an exclusive formula that I use in the CAN program. It's called the DVA formula. I call it my DIVA formula. So this stands for define, visualize, and go. So what I do is I get super clear, and this is what I teach to all my clients, is this very quick way to just get yourself into alignment and get yourself into action, is I'm like, okay, what do I want to do and why? Having a clear what is going to make sure you understand what you're responsible for, and having a clear why is going to keep you coming back to your truth of why you're doing the thing it is to begin with, the purpose. So that way, like, if you want to quit, right, you're like, oh, no, I was doing this. I I really wanted to do this for this reason, and here's what I needed to do to stay in action, right? So it's very important to have a very clear definition of why we want to do the thing that we want to do because when we're taking action from a place of confusion or lack of clarity right like here comes the doubt here comes the fear here comes the insecurity here comes the confusion because we're just like oh I don't know what we're doing right and next thing you know you're spinning out and you're not actually being effective so when I use this formula I define it and then I visualize how it's going to go Does it always go this way? No, but at least I've thought about it. I've thought it through. I've pictured intentionally in my mind, okay, here's how I want it to go. Like I picture myself like driving to the destination, right? Here's what I'm going to see as I get there. Here's how I'm going to feel as I get there. Here's what I'm going to listen to on the radio. Like I get that intentional about things. So when I picture my day, I'll, I'll literally lay in bed in the morning and I'll keep my eyes closed and I'm like, okay, how do I want this day to go? How, I, how do I want to feel today? And I'll lay in bed and I'll think to myself, who do I need to be to make sure that these things happen? Okay, I'm not going to be somebody who's indulging in all these notifications. I'm not going to like binge out on TV. I'm not going to like, you know, distract myself, right? So I'll picture myself from the second my feet hit the ground, all the steps that I'm going to take throughout the day. And how I'm going to feel as I take those steps and who I need to be to make sure those steps happen. So that way, when I get into the last step of this, this action, I already know. I already know who I am. I already need to know. I know what I need to do. I know what steps I need to take, right? Like there is no confusion. There are no excuses. I've already thought through everything. So this formula, once again, is define, visualize, and action. This is a very easy way for you to just make a plan, visualize how you want it to go and how you want to feel, and then really get into the steps of actually doing it. This is how I teach people how to take the confident action now is such an easy way to make sure that you're taking steps forward and it really eliminates any overthinking, right? Because you're going to know, you've already thought things through. You're like, oh wait, I've already thought about this. Why am I making this decision to 
you know, indulge in this? Why am I trying to decide again? I've already made this decision. And you can be on to yourself and hold yourself accountable and respond and take full responsibility for making sure you're managing your mind, right? Because if you're not managing your mind, of course, here comes shiny object syndrome again. You're going to be like, ooh, that seems fun. Let's go do that. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to be like, wait, how is it already like four o'clock and I've gotten nothing done? <laughs> okay. The next thing, and this goes into really reinforcing the idea of making sure I stay in action, is I set timers. So, hi, I'm a recovering perfectionist, and there's some times I really, I don't notice. I've fallen back into the the haze of perfectionism, and next thing you know, I've like spent way too long on this graphic, and I'm like, where did this last hour go? So, when I block my time, let's say I know I'm going to dedicate an hour to creating something. I will set a timer and actually check in on that timer to make sure that I'm not indulging in perfectionism. Because if I don't monitor my time, I can lose a lot of time over perfecting things, right? So I, I'm like, okay, let's make this 1% more perfect. And next thing you know, like just time is evaporated off of the clock. So to keep myself accountable and on track, I'll set timers to keep me focused and on point with what I'm working on. So that way I'm intentional about it. You know what I mean? I'm not just like blindly going into it. Next thing you know, like my whole day is gone because I'm working on a Canva graphic. Like, no, nobody got time for that. (laughs) So the next area too is these two go hand in hand. So I have very clear and firm boundaries and I have a why and focused intention for everything that I do. So I never say yes to things that won't move the needle in my business or my life. Truly, they go hand in hand, right? And I don't do things that are going to be an energy suck, a time waster. I'm very intentional about what I say yes to. I'm very intentional about what hits my calendar. And this really keeps me accountable to to ensure that I am efficient, right? To ensure that I'm always doing the biggest priorities, to ensure that I'm only focusing on the needle movers, not low value tasks that are going to drain my energy and just completely destroy my time, right? So this is why... I'm able to do such strategic things with the least amount of energy, but maximum focus because I know exactly what I want to do. And I'm not just like saying yes to everything. I mean, I get approached for opportunities all the time. Like come be on my podcast, come do the speaking engagement, come lead this, you know, event with me, whatever it might be. And I'm like, "Mm, is there a return on investment here? How many hours is this going to be? No. So I did some studies when I first started because when I first started my business, I was saying yes to everything. I encourage everyone to do that because you're going to meet people. You're going to learn what you want to do, what you don't want to do. So say yes to every opportunity. But at this point, I'm four years in. I know what I want to do. I know where my energy is best spent. And I got to this point because, for example, I had said yes to this speaking engagement. The speaking engagement was three days of my time. And I had to pay for a hotel room. I had to drive like four hours to get there. So it was a lot of time. I had to put out my own money to, you know, pay for my accommodations before I put into place that any opportunity now it's, I have a very high rate to book me and you have to pay for my travel, right? So that's another boundary I put into place. But for the speaking engagement, I was still so new. I just said yes. So what I realized is in doing the speaking engagement, I spoke for an hour, but I had to dedicate three days of time. This speaking engagement produced three clients, but in reality, that wasn't actually an effective use of my time because it was three whole days. It was all the money I had put out. So it was actually a loss when I looked at it from time spent versus dollars created. I was like, oh, actually, that wasn't an effective use of my time. Now, another example is I said yes to a virtual retreat 
speaking for an hour. I ended up signing five clients from that speaking event, right? So that five clients came from one hour of time. There was no travel. There was no multi-days of having to be somewhere. I didn't have to pay for a hotel room. So obviously that virtual event for only dedicating one hour and producing five clients, that created $25,000 for me versus being in a space where I spent three days of time. I had to pay for a hotel room, had the commute to only make 15,000, right? So I'm very strategic and very clear about the boundaries that I have now because I understand where my energy is best spent. Okay, the last thing on here, and I think this is going to blow some of your minds, especially if you are a big action taker, especially if you believe you need to work really hard and do a lot of things to create success. This might be something that you instantly reject, but have an open mind as I say this because I'm telling you this is the most beautiful thing I've ever done for myself. And this is, I do 75% less with 100% effort. So here's what I mean by this. When I started my business, I had an insane amount of things that were on my to-do list every single day. So I felt like I had to get through that list. I was like chugging along. I was exhausting myself. I was overworking and I was spending it on some weeks, like 40 hours creating content because I felt like I had to do this. I had to show up everywhere. And so when I got pregnant, I had noticed, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be able to maintain this level of output with the energy that I have because I was super sick in my first trimester to the point where I ended up taking the whole thing off. So I got really intentional when I came back from my second trimester, how I wanted to spend my time. So I looked at my to-do list and so much of it was low value tasks. They weren't actually things that were moving the needle in my business. It was just like a lot of time wasters or time sucks. And I felt like I had to do them. But in reality, they weren't actually producing results in terms of how much time I was putting into it. So I cut 75% of my to-do list and I focused on only the 25% of the things that I knew were going to make an impact. And then I gave those 25% of the things 100% of my focus. So every ounce of energy, every ounce of focus was going into these 25% of things. And here's what's insane is that I created the same exact results, if not more, doing this strategy than I did killing myself working 40 plus hours a week to do more that weren't actually all effective tasks. So now I'm working 15 hours a week and creating the same exact results as when I was working 40 or 50 hours. What? Did your brain just explode? Because when I realized that this was available to me, I was like, oh, there's no going back from here. So when I came back from maternity leave, I just hit the ground running with the same strategy And it's like, I didn't even skip a beat. I'm like, okay, cool, right back into this. So I'm going to keep this momentum going forward because I see so clearly now where I was just completely wasting my time, right? Like I wasn't doing the most impactful things. I wasn't prioritizing the right things. But when I actually got super laser focused, I didn't need to work as much or as hard to make an impact because I was doing it with 100% focus. I wasn't taking an approach of having divided attention. I wasn't having focus leaks where this focus was going here, this focus was going there. I was doing everything with 100% focus, which empowered me to do so much less. Make sense? So when I tell people this, they're like, wait, what do you mean? You did 75% less. So wait, you're only doing 25% of your workload? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, isn't your business suffering? I'm like, no, it's actually growing more than ever. And they're like, how? I'm like, because I'm 100% committed to the thing that's right in front of me. I'm not doing low value tasks. I'm not exuding energy to places where there's not a high return on investment. And when you are in your career, when you have a business and you can see 
And especially for those of us who think that we need to work for 40 hours a week, right? Let's be real. Are you actually working all 40 hours? No. I know in corporate, I was spending definitely time, like I'd go talk to this person for a little bit, or I'd take a long lunch here, you know, like I wasn't actually working all 40 hours. So for a lot of us, we think that we have to work a certain amount of time to produce results. No, I call bullshit on that because what I'm able to do in 15 hours a week is more than I've ever been able to do in 40 hours because I'm only, I leaned everything out, right? I'm only focusing on the things that matter. So you can take that approach too. So these are my biggest productivity hacks, my friends. These are what keep me lean and mean. These are what keep me with the maximum level of energy doing the least amount of work, which I absolutely love, right? Like I love creating results doing less. What a beautiful concept. And these are what keep me in a place where I actually get to be balanced and enjoy my time. I have more time than I know what to do with. Time is my most luxurious commodity at this point, but it's because of the approach that I have, the boundaries that I have in place and how I built my foundation of my business on productivity, right? I'm intentional. There's a reason why I do everything. When we don't have clear whys, we're going to be like, oh yeah, let's do that. Oh God. And next thing you know, you're exhausted and you're like, why am I doing this? And then people quit on their dreams. People quit on their businesses. No, I wanted to make sure that was not where I ended up. So this is how I got there. You can do the same things in your life too. And if you need help with productivity and you want to become a major action taker, join the can program. I've got you every step of the way. All right, my friends, let's get intentional. Let's make shit happen. Oh, hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.